On New Year's Day, I went over to a friend's house, and we flipped between the Milwaukee Bucks game and then the college football playoff. So you had Alabama versus Notre Dame and then Clemson versus Ohio State. And at one point, I don't know which game it was, I watched this commercial, this Aflac commercial, with Nick Saban, and he's with a bunch of other uh, regular folks. And I'm not exactly sure what it was about, but it made me think about him recruiting. Like, what is that like? I don't know much about Nick Saban. The next day, I kept thinking about that Aflac commercial, and I was thinking about Nick Saban, and he's one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. Greatest coaches of all time, right? And he's he seems kind of similar to Bill Belichick in that in the way they approach the game and I thought, you know, I bet there's some things I could learn from him. Why don't I why don't I try to investigate what that is, right? So, I went on the website www.amazon.com and I bought Saban, The Making of a Coach. And uh based on your your um your purchasing history, Amazon will recommend other books to you that are similar. So I also bought, at the same time, Pete Carroll, Win Forever, Live, Work, and Play Like a Champion. So I have these two and, you know, I was just so curious and excited to find out what I can learn from these two. Um, Pete, Pete Carroll is someone that I feel like my personality is more suited towards and I've always been very curious about Pete Carroll, so why not learn more, right? Saban, The Making of a Coach, reads more like a biography. So you see the upbringing that, that Nick Saban had, and you see all the stops that he had along the way in his illustrious coaching career. Um, and so you get, you get a sense of like who he is as a person. And there's quotes from former players. It's, it's, very, um, it's very thorough. Whereas uh, the Pete Carroll book, Win Forever, it's, it's more instructional and it reads like Pete Carroll's just speaking to you. And it's a much thinner book, so, so it took me a lot quicker to get through this one. Um, but actually, I couldn't put either of them down. I was just so curious because, I mean, these two have competed and successfully competed at such a high level you know, I want to I want to know what's going on, right? Saban is from West Virginia, from a coal mining town, and so everything in that town revolves around the coal industry, that industry. And uh, I think his grandfather worked in the coal mines, and his dad had a gas station. And you know, the people that would stop by were people that worked in the coal mines in, in town, right? Um, so it's very blue collar focused. Um, they love high school football, college football. His dad was a coach for a Pop Warner team, so he got everybody together. And man, the stories in here about his dad. His dad was super demanding, and the players that went on to, well, all of them went to like high school, high school football, but like beyond college and pros, they said that that uh, Big Nick Saban was the hardest coach they ever played for. So demanding, and that rubbed off on on Saban, like because it was so intense the only way to really get through it was to love it so he had to love doing it and so it carries on with him where he just loves the game of football and all the details and everything about it Saban's a tough love kind of coach he's gonna yell at you scream at you cuss at you but if you can get beyond that he's going to make you a better player he's a great coach 
But a lot of people that he recruits or the players that he recruits like that style, you know, and they, a lot of them, they want to be professionals. They want to um, be the best that they can be and Saban will push them to reach that. And what's very noticeable in this book is that Saban's approach is very business-like and he wants control over the entire uh, organization or program or you know athletic uh, sphere of football and he runs it as the CEO and he's I don't want to say a tyrant but he you know he's gonna he's gonna get his way right Saban's personality is more introverted and what I found surprising in here is how sensitive he is he's very sensitive to uh, what people have to say about him or what are they saying behind his back type of thing. Um, and I was, something I was curious about too is, what is he like recruiting? You know, because he's, he's more introverted. He's not a rah-rah guy. He's not a player's coach. And uh, so I, I came across this one. It says, when he started to talk, it was mesmerizing. He reminded me of Al Pacino. Something else that really stuck out to me about Sabin is his relationship with his wife, Terry, um, they really seem to be a team and like, like a true partnership. And they just work so well together. And she's like kind of behind the scenes. She's the more extroverted one, you know, working the social aspects of, of his position and things like that. And just super helpful. And the impact she makes on a college campus and the role she plays is kind of like the queen bee you know because Saban is king on campus and she's like you know people know she's the queen bee right and and he's answering to her uh so I just found that that dynamic and that relationship just so cool uh, I really appreciated that and and I liked how the writer really went into that in the book something I like to do with books is is highlight things that I find interesting or that piqued my curiosity. So why don't we why don't we read a few from here? Um, it seems like every every page I had something. Sabin hated losing, just hated it. <laughs> Sabin took the job at Alabama one day, and he was sitting in my office the next. This is a high school football coach. He asked a lot about me, where I'd been, and how I coached. From that day forward, I felt like I could just call him and he would call me right back. Heck, I have friends from high school that don't even do that. He's relentless. He never lets a long time go without some contact. He makes you feel important. He would just come in and talk ball. Saban also said that Martin Luther King Jr. is perhaps the man I admire most. He just out-hustled everybody else. Here it is talking about LSU. You just watch him get better and better handling the stuff outside of football, the public and the boosters. We'd get 30 people together for a fundraiser, and Nick would come to see me and ask, how do I get out of this? I begged him to get out there and mingle and just say, how you doing? And he did. And it turned out he was really good at it. People just started reaching for their wallets. <laughs> Ooh, here's something with Belichick. The two men had remained close since the Cleveland years. They had gone to concerts together, seen Bon Jovi, Elton John, and Ringo Starr. Terry, uh, Saban's wife, hung an oil painting by Belichick's father in their new Fort Lauderdale home. Saban and Belichick are very similar in their demeanors. They're often described as stoic. And uh, so stoic philosophy is about 
like always be an even keel. Never, never letting any moment or, or any event or circumstance bring you up or down. You just stay neutral and uh, you don't look back and forward. You control the present. You control what you can control and you can control things by preparation. So very thorough, work very hard. And um, Saban often gets a rep of not being happy. Why are you not happy? You just won the championship. But it's like, that's what he loves. He loves football and competing and pursuing greatness. After I read the Saban book, I immediately dove into the Pete Carroll book. Again, because I'm, I'm just so excited and I want to learn from these, these very successful uh, coaches and maybe, maybe it can give me something, provide me a little nugget, right? And uh, Pete Carroll is someone that, that I'm interested in because I'm a little bit more similar to him and his style and I think, I think that approach is, is what I would lean towards. Um, Saban, Saban is like, all right, that's intense. You, it's intense. Pete Carroll had this thought of win forever. When he would go to opposing team stadiums, he would notice the banners. And in particular, he mentions uh, uh, Marv Levy in Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. And they had all these division titles and went to the Super Bowl. And how do you create a consistent winner? And then he had two head coaching jobs in the NFL and was fired from both of them. And after that, he took, he took a step back and he reflected on his life. And he wrote down his life philosophy. And that was it. That was it. Like, that's what he needed. And he just, time and time again, over and over in the book, he talks about finding your life philosophy. Think about it. Write it down. Go inside yourself. Now, now this starts sounding like me, right? You have to go inside yourself. Know who you are and what you stand for in the world. What what are you about? How are you going to live your life? What boundaries are you going to set for yourself? And he just gave him all this excitement. And he knew the next program he would go to, he was going to apply his life philosophy into the entire program. And when he, uh, he met up with USC and the athletic director there uh, back in, I think it was like 2000, he, he talked about his life philosophy and how he's going to apply it. And he just like, boom, 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 boom. And then you know, they won. They won a lot. And he, he, he talks about understanding oneself. And when you understand yourself, you know what your strengths are and your weaknesses are. And you can, you can focus and you can really find and compete and play at, at the highest level. I listened to a podcast episode with Steve Kerr and Pete Carroll and uh, Steve Kerr talked about the time that he went up to Seattle and and he shadowed Pete Carroll. He wanted to see how he ran his practices. And this was before he went to Golden State and coached at, at, uh, with the Golden State Warriors. And, and Pete is with him one-on-one and he asks him, so how, how are you going to coach? And then Steve's like, oh, you mean like the offense I'm going to run, like the X's and O's. And he's like, no, 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 that stuff doesn't matter. How are you going to coach? And he was kind of taken aback, like, what do you mean? And so again, he talks about this philosophy and how you have to take the time to know what your philosophy is so you can instill it in your program. Because when things aren't going right, which they won't be at certain times, 
you have to stay true to your, your philosophy and your gut and what your intuition is telling you. Another thing I just loved is he mentioned Sacred Hoops by Phil Jackson. This is one of my, my top 10 favorite books and uh, I have another video on Sacred Hoops you can watch as well. Just great. And he wrote a letter. He wrote a letter to uh, Phil Jackson. Did he write a letter? No, I think he called him. Either way, you can instill your own personality into, into the team, into how you coach and how you do things. And that's what sticks out with these two. Uh, they both have vastly different personalities. Uh, Pete Carroll is a very like, uh, innovative, new thinking, loose, um, charismatic guy. And Sabin is more reserved, but very uh, straightforward. <laughs> Something I thought of with Pete Carroll too is, he grew up in around the San Francisco area, and this is in the like 60s, 70s. So there's still that residue of hippie culture and just thinking differently. And it reminded me of um, like the Steve, Steve Jobs biography that I have here by Walter Isaacson, and just kind of how that seeps into the geography and the surrounding area. And um, just like the West Coast mentality in a way. Um, what Pete Carroll tries to do in his program is he wants to maximize everybody's potential. It's all about your potential as a human being and removing fear, removing fear so you can play your best, your peak performance. So everything they do is about creating, creating a culture and environment where you can be your best self, maximizing your potential. While Saban and Carroll have very distinct personalities, very different personalities, the core fundamentals that they talk about in these books are the exact same. Like uh, Sabin, Sabin, he brought in this kind of like guru psychological guy, uh, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny Rosen. And so he's like his right, right hand guy. And he evaluates players one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, Sabin understands you have to know each player individually and communicate with them in a way that will be effective and will reach them individually. Both coaches know that you can't just be a cookie cutter coach. You can't. Um, you need to maximize everybody's potential and you have to do that by having one-on-one -on -one conversations. Get inside the players' heads. Another thing I love about Pete Carroll is he, he talks about everything is information and you always have to be paying attention because the world is communicating to you and the players out in the field, their body language, the way they say things, everything is information and data that you can use to better reach someone. Um, Sabin talks about the process, the process, the process. Neither of these coaches set goals at the end of the year for like, we're going to win a national championship. It's more so we're going to do everything in the process. We have to love doing it. We have to love working and practicing all these little steps because each day if we do the right things, the outcome will happen itself. Like we don't have to worry about the outcome. Focus on now and doing what you have to do. Work hard, practice, and compete every single day. Um, so really, you can see how 
also in life too, the fundamentals of life are pretty much the same, right? Like discipline and <laughs> working hard and knowing your strengths and applying yourself, um, communication. But we all have different personalities and we all take like different routes to get there. But in order to be successful in life, it's like, it hasn't changed much. It's very fundamental. We don't have to all do it on the football field or on the sidelines like these guys, but we can, we can all go inside ourselves and uh, better understand how we can make an impact on the world.